Hey, this is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, telling you to go above and Batman beyond. This is Adam Beechin. This is Yoko McCann from Funko. This is Zach from Diamond Select Toys. This is Bernard Chang. Dan Bergen. Hey everyone, it's Michael McQuistian. This is Lolita Ritmanis. This is Christopher Carter with Dynamic Music Partners. This is Travis from at Saturday Morning Batman on Instagram. This is Eli Benson, also known as Batman Beyond fan page, and I'm telling you to go above and Batman Beyond. 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 All right, so the Flash trailer, obviously not uh, new news at this point. What did you think of the trailer? There was a lot I liked, but also a lot that I don't like. <laughs> so, what do you want to start with? You prefer uh, your or you, your choice? <laughs> what you don't like or what you like? <laughs> uh, I'll start. I'll start on the things I like. Okay. Uh, I really like how uh, this movie actually is doing a full circle type of thing and is returning to the 2013 Man of Steel event. Yep. Uh, I feel like, at the very least, it sort of bookends the Snyderverse before we completely transform it into a different universe. Uh, yep. I... But I but I, I appreciate that it's not just like a Back to the Future type thing where we're revisiting the same thing with kind of a different POV. I, I mm. appreciate that we are actually altering this event. You know, there are characters here that weren't here the first time, which, yep. is, which I'm interested to see now. Like, for example, how Michael Shannon's Zod reacts to certain things um, happening this time around that didn't happen the first time you know mm-hmm. so, uh from from that premise i'm excited uh i'm pretty happy to see uh michael keaton back he looks really good um i don't know about his suit i don't know if i'm crazy about his suit yet <laughs> okay. I, I i haven't had a good look at it but uh i like it and uh yeah, I mean, I guess we can go into uh, more specifics in a little while, but you know, overall, I uh, I think this trailer was actually more engaging to me than uh, a lot of other trailers I've seen recently. I mean, okay. I'm kind of getting tapped out on a lot of these movies, but... Uh, I, I, I am interested to see this. And yeah. It seems like, uh, if nothing else, like this will be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Was that it? Anything else on the flash? Uh, that, that's my initial thoughts anyway. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm mildly excited. As I said in our last episode about the gods and monsters thing, the new slate announced, I, I've been burned so many times. I'm just trying to take it as it comes. I hate his suit. I think the flash looks absolutely terrible. Um, I don't want to again, like start negative per se, but 
if if it's about the flash, people are saying, Oh, this, this movie is not about the flash. I disagree. I think it's a flash. I think it's a DC unit. I heard someone call it a DC universe movie centering around the flash. He's also a perfect character to cross through all these universes or do a DC universe wide thing, be it a multiverse or not a multiverse or not. But, um, so I don't, I don't think it doesn't look to me in terms of like flash versus Batman plural in this trailer that it's only a Batman trailer. I, I do think it's very much about the flash. I just don't like the way his suit, the new suit looks that, that, uh, what I believe is the, the rebirth, um, new 52 suit, whatever it is with all the lightning on it, uh, that, that the trailer opens with. I think that the other effects look good. I just, for whatever reason, he has a very, or Ezra is a very wide, jaw and it's just the effects look like a bobblehead yeah it looks like a bobblehead like his head just looks way too big for that suit and it also looks like plastic yeah it doesn't work i i didn't like the suit yeah that looks plastic like right there um like shiny plastic i, I didn't like the initial suit from the from the universe before this so i guess it's an improvement on a thing i didn't like i like it i don't know anyway uh to the batman stuff like right here dude you know, obviously I could have done without um, Batman in the trailer. I think a better trailer move would have been to, Oh my God, is it you? And he goes, yep. Or whatever. And then you just cut, like, you know, it'll come in the movie, but anyway, um, it's and still also, cool. I, did, I didn't like the delivery. Yeah. I didn't like the delivery either. He looks kind of like, I don't know. And his face there looks a little too shiny. Um, little plasticky like other stuff but beside that the keaton stuff him doing that swan dive dude and the music swelling up i was four years old again like holy shit so that did its job the affleck suit is the ugliest bat suit ever and when I say it's the ugliest bat suit ever, I don't care what design they will ever make after this live action comics. I'm being hyperbolic because that is the ugliest fucking bat suit I have ever seen in my life. This thing with all the EXO, whatever crap is on this thing when he's sliding down. I think Affleck himself looks great as Bruce Wayne Batman, as Bruce Wayne. Uh, people are saying it's the blue and gray. Kids, it's blue. It's gray. That is not the blue and the gray. Okay. That shit right there is not the blue and the gray. Uh, it's just, I, I like that they did the color, but let us not. Yeah. I, I like, I like it more than his, uh, tactical suit, honestly, from justice league. I just thought that was too busy of a costume. Oh, I can't go down that road with you. I don't like the the tactical suit either. I think he looks like a bug, but like that fucking EXO thing and the coloring is so bad. Um, and I will just never get over it. I don't care what happens in that. It looks like a cool scene. Here's the positives. I think the effects look great, except for a couple wonky things like the slow-mo Supergirl thing right here. I think the Supergirl effects when they're fast uh, are cool, but then like it gets wonky for a second right here with the slow-mo Michael Keaton thing, like right here is kind of like, eh, uh, but you know, they're also slowing shit down. It's a flash movie. They're showing you how fast these characters are. I kind of get that. 
I just hope we don't get too much of what we got in ZSJL in the Snyder cut of, you know, three minutes of some Tom Waits song playing in slow-mo while the flash is in the speed force. I, I want to throw a few of my negatives out because I started with a few positives. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> and we have like two minutes on the flash. Then we got to move on. Okay. I, like I said, I appreciate that it's coming back full circle. If you're uh-huh. to, cause like the Decamu universe did that, you know, there was a full circle. Yeah. The DC thing. animated movie universe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Justice League okay. Dark Apocalypse War had the callback to Flashpoint Paradox, the first movie. Yeah. Yep. And and I like I like when we are about to reset timelines, we kind of revisit the beginning. My only problem here, well, one out of many problems, I guess you could say, is <laughs> I, I I still don't understand what the stakes are here. Um, I don't understand why we're back in 2013, back in the invasion, why that ha- that looks like that might be where the climax is and i don't understand why mm-hmm. um and if like this whole movie is going to be contingent on like barry and his mother and stuff i, I just i don't know if that's going to be strong enough of like a through line for me um especially since i've seen it done better <laughs> in other places <laughs> i just i don't have enough of a connection with this flash yet I don't have a connection with a lot of these properties that we're about to completely reset. Yeah. And so, uh, I don't know, just this, just watching this trailer, it just seems strange to me. Like I, I don't really, I don't know. And, and the other thing also is if we are going to move away from, um henry cavill as superman yeah and the surprise i want is i want him to give one more performance in this movie uh you know i know that supergirl is going to be kind of the i'm assuming supergirl is going to be the superman of that universe but yeah i still hope that we get some type of cavill superman participating at some point it doesn't have to be a big role but you know at least give the man some type of you know send off in my opinion Agreed. Yeah. If you're going to have Affleck come back, if you're going to have fucking Michael Keaton, and here's the thing too, of like, if the Supergirl exists in, if Michael Keaton's there with the Supergirl person, I guess she shows up in the 89 verse or like she somehow is some kind of flashpoint. It's weird because it's like, all right, if you have so essentially Michael Keaton is going to be fighting Zod at some point. I'm, I'm, looking at right right i guess uh or this supergirl is in a different universe from the zod stuff and she shows up in the 80- I, I don't i have no idea we don't know but she what is it like she's going to be flashpoint superman like held underground or something yeah we should be clear about that uh for those unfamiliar super uh project superman is like this weak clark kent superman in the flashpoint universe where when barry allen changes everything in the butterfly effect of trying to save his mom, you know, among Thomas Wayne, Batman, there's also, and all those characters, there's also project Superman. Who's like this weak, you know, they're keeping him from the, uh, earth's yellow sun and all that stuff. So that looks like what we're getting with Sasha Kaye because she's in that, uh, she's in prison. I don't mind that. It's just, and I don't necessarily mind any of that. I just mean, I'm wondering how the hell she crosses over in the, with the 89 verse. That's all right 
and then well, how I that might going to be i think this is going to be the type of like a uh i don't want to say like a time heist but i think it's going to be like these two flashes kind of broke something and they need to get assistance from other universes along the way well it looks and, like barry barry breaks it and then he meets barry too and then yeah the two of them maybe go on a little road movie they pick up right batman and then right so they're going through each universe it's not like they're necessarily in the same universe to begin with got it yeah all right so we should move on from the flash the last thing i'll say i guess two things i do very much appreciate i told you off mic uh i do very much appreciate his performance here as a real performance this is the first time when michael keaton says why do you want to save this one this universe and he goes Cause it's the one where my mom died. That is and that delivery. All that is really good. And it's the first time I've cared. It's the first time it seems that a director has gotten a performance out of Ezra Miller that I actually like. Um, so, and intrigued me as the character of the flash, most importantly. So I will give the props to that. The final thing we talked about, a lot of people are talking about the Christian Bale rumor. Uh, the only th way I, the, the reason I doubt it is because of a rumor from back in the day, which is that, and no one has gone on record saying how insulated he insisted his universe be from all other Batman stuff, potential connected universe stuff that the uh, WB might ever do, including <laughs> the, uh, the legend is that he and Bale walked into Warner brothers and were like, we hear you're doing this justice league mortal thing. Uh, for those unfamiliar, George Miller, director of, uh, the, you know, Fury Road, Mad Max Fury Road. At one point they were, they started shooting, I believe, uh, or they were in pre-production for sure in Australia, uh, like scouting locations. They did suit, uh, people were suit fittings and, and photos of that, that had then be, uh, later been released. Um, and point is there was a big justice league movie coming to WB. And, and the rumor is that, uh, cause that was slated, I think for 2007 or in development in 07, which would have meant it was between begins and dark night and Bale and, and fucking, uh, and, and Nolan walked into their office. And we're like, if you do this, we're done. No, you don't get a dark night. We're, we're out. So I don't know again, if that's true, but that I do know that we all know that Nolan was not about any kind of crossover. So I don't, I just do not see Bale showing up in this movie. And I think people are saying, and I guess the other point that I should have made was the only way that they possibly would have done that is if you backed up a Brinks truck so big in both of their, both Nolan and Bale, I think, you know what I mean? I agree. And I think uh, people are only saying that because of like the no way home thing. Yeah. I think they're just saying it because it's like, it's possible. You know what I mean? It's just in this universe, it's possible. Yeah. All right, cool. So moving on from the flash, uh, Aquaman testing absolutely terribly. Now this is another thing that don't hold us to this. This is a rumor. Um, but it's also something that is making its way into mainstream news, which means that it's a rumor that is possible more likely to be true than most rumors. I guess we could safely say, what do you think? I, I would imagine there's some credence to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I don't know. Like, what do you think about, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about the testing terribly thing? Well, what's really interesting is Amber Heard is still in this movie and people are still very unhappy with her. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that has anything to do with it. I'm just saying that, you know, like that. I don't know to what degree Mera is in this movie. No, it's a good point. Uh, you have the Mera thing. You also have. I'm hearing it's very preachy. Like there's entire scenes of, you know, Atlanteans showing up to the UN and getting very uh, climate change preachy, which. You know, you could, there's so much you can do with that character without doing that kind of shit. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I just completely believe it because as we discussed off mic, a lot of movies, a lot of t television, it's been disappointing lately. So what would make Aquaman do the exception? No, it's true, man. Like so much superhero stuff. And then we'll just, uh, there's not really much to say on this again. We don't know this for a fact. I'm not surprised. I'll say that. I'll also say that. The first one was good, but it wasn't like amazing. It was every Aquaman movie ever stuffed into one. I think they should have just simplified and made this a Black Manta movie, but instead it looks like they're doing all this other stuff. And this suit that we're looking at looks absolutely terrible. That, that new black suit with the built-in abs and shit. Like, what am I looking at? Yeah. Um, you know, Momoa, unless you direct him well, uh, you know, he didn't have much dialogue as Khal Drogo in Game of Thrones, which did him the most favors, I think, ever as an actor. I don't think he's super strong unless he's broing it, broing it up. And a King Arthur-based Poseidon character, maybe, you know, essentially Lobo isn't your best casting from start. And now they're talking about, into that, that James Gunn might have him as... Lobo and other stuff, which is just like, get rid of the guy, dude, get away from this bro shit. Like you tried it. It didn't work. I would not be surprised at all. And moving into our next thing of, uh, so many comic book movies, just sucking, you know, Ant-Man looks absolutely terrible. It has from the trailer to me, it uh, looks like a complete CGI effects. And like you said, so much stuff recently, I think they're honestly just going now. My point is that they're honestly just saying, okay, it's a superhero thing. Let's just like, fuck it. Just, just put it out. But what's mind blowing about that, like the laziness of that is the time and the money you're talking million, hundreds of millions of dollars. You're talking numerous years of people's lives dedicated to these projects. And all you need is a good script to solve these major fucking problems. Well, and, and, and but they have these half-assed writers and these half-assed filmmakers now that like, even James Wan, it's like, yeah, he's a good director, but like the guy didn't have a pedigree of major Hollywood beside like not great stuff is the point. And it's just like simplify good script, simple direction. I agree. And it wasn't too long ago that we saw the rewards of like, for example, Captain America, Winter Soldier being a spy movie first and then a superhero movie later, uh, Civil War being a political kind of commentary uh, superhero deconstruction film you know we we gave we almost started breaking superhero films up into their appropriate subgenres and tailoring the films around that mm. uh, and making them a superhero film second but now superhero films i feel like are beginning to devolve back into the same problem that they suffered back in the 2000s which is they're becoming extremely formulaic they all have a very similar flavor again in my opinion, it, which is kind of a problem, but no, and it's, it, that's completely, it. it's formulaic and it's a clear 
display of laziness. It's just going, all right, because it's this genre, we don't have to take it seriously. We can spend a ton of money on it and just assume people are going to show up for this shit. Um, but it's a new level of arrogance because at least in the early two thousands, there wasn't a history of these things being successful. We have a history of these things being successful and they're just being so lazy. I mean, everyone saw this coming with this, as these things got started to get successful is that people are going, there's no way they're going to try harder now. And we're getting the proof of that. Like phase four is complete fucking proof of that. And phase five is starting off absolutely terribly with Marvel from what a lot of people are saying. Uh, again, I've tuned out of Marvel for quite a while. I I'll dabble into things that look good to me. I love werewolf by night. You know, if it has a Marvel logo on it, I'll go, but it, it, it's Wait, just phase, phase four is over. Yeah. Yeah. They're now, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. What's it called was the end of it. Wasn't, um, Ant-Man. Oh, really? I don't know. Okay. Don't mark my, yeah, don't quote me on any of that, but I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm so, it's so. Cause I'm also seeing. Faces, remember when these phases had such chapters to them and they had such flavor? Like, it, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They just blend in. No, you're right. It's being, it's become completely homogenized. And, um, you know, uh, look, at least we're getting a reset and uh, we should mention that about the flash too, is that it is a reset for shit that is probably not going to be good. Like Aquaman and the lost kingdom. If blue beetle sucks, if whatever, yes, the slate of it is all messed up and going back to Ezra Miller real quick. I mean, I'll say my piece. We talked, <clears throat> this episode's about the flash trailer. I am sorry to especially get like non, uh, pop culture for like one minute, but here's my soapbox on Ezra Miller. A couple announcements of I'm working on my mental health does not absolve kidnapping, throwing a chair at a woman's head, and then getting arrested on film saying like, really just, I mean, I don't know if you saw those arrest videos. Then there's the video of like him kind of choking a girl out, but not, but why the hell would you ever do that at a comic-con? I've been to a lot of comic-cons, man. If I saw any celebrity fake choking out a girl, I don't care what the context is. I know it's a one minute video. The point is there's overwhelming evidence of this person. You're talking a rap sheet, a literal rap sheet at this point involving violence, involving children, involving accusations of grooming, kidnapping, the worst of it. And I cannot fathom beside conspiracy theories that I'd honestly rather not even express here. Understand why people just say, well, Ezra Miller's working on their mental health. And it's like, sorry, not good enough too soon. At least maybe five years from now, I don't know how I'll feel. I don't know what kind of per work this person's putting in, but beside the fact that, you know, the person, uh, I, I don't know. It just feels entitled enough to do this or that it's, I'm a big movie star. I don't know what it is, but why are we tolerating this kind of shit? When you have like people across the road where part of why Aquaman back to Amber Heard, it's like people understandably don't want to see a movie with her in it. I get that. Why is Ezra Miller? Why, why are people like, you know what? It's good. That, like, as if this is, as if this is like Alcoholics Anonymous or something like, no, too soon, too weird, too much context. I agree. I'm I don't know if you, you don't have to weigh in here. I just, well, I haven't honestly heard a lot of 
either way of uh, what people in terms of uh, general audience have been saying uh, about the Ezra Miller situation. I just find it strange that uh, we're going ahead with him still, yeah. despite everything that's happened uh, from DC's point of view. Yeah, I guess that's my main point. Like, how the hell are you considering going forward with this person? Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, if nothing else, uh, it, it's a bad PR look. I would, I would hope. I mean, and, and if fans have already forgiven Ezra Miller for this because he's, you know, allegedly working on himself, that's sorry, that's not good enough. No, it's not even fucking close to good enough. Like way too soon. Yeah. But all right, I, I just—it's mind blowing to me that people are able to separate. Again, I, this is not what we, the kind of stuff we normally talk about on here. I just this is a major movie that's supposed to come out. I understand them releasing what you have. They put a lot of money into it, not reshooting, not recasting two flashes at this point. I mean, God knows what it took to to shoot that movie, even with one person. So I get that. Put out what you got, Michael Keaton, all that. But like. Reset should mean fucking reset. Grant Gustin or somebody new, I do not want to see Ezra Miller in the DC universe ever again. And not just be and also not even necessarily just because of the what the person's done. It's just like I I didn't think it was that good of a flash anyway. Just get rid of him. Well, and you're, you're so you're resetting anyway. To, you're you're going to do Henry Cavill who has done nothing but give them loyalty and good work. <laughs> yes right you're, you're gonna you're gonna fuck him over like yeah but you're gonna keep this guy yeah all right well i mean it's no so, i mean it, i just the situation frustrates me as well oh good yeah. okay i'm glad i'm not the only one there <laughs> all right so moving on we only have like um a little less than 10 minutes real quick very quick let's do uh these are the images this is the image of joker folia do um the new joker movie coming out the sequel you know, Lady Gaga, first time seeing her, we had seen, of course, Joaquin from the first one. Um, he doesn't really look much different. He's in his Joker makeup. She looks like she has some blood coming out of her nose and is in his face. What do you think about the first look at Lady Gaga? Uh, I'm not really interested all that, honestly, <laughs> but... Got I mean, I like, I actually like Lady Gaga. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I saw her in the movie uh, A Star is Born, I think that was, mm -hmm. with Bradley Cooper. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she has a pretty good acting prowess, and obviously she has musical talent. I don't doubt that this movie has the potential to be good. It's just I'm not all that interested in Harley Quinn and this image, like, in in new in lieu of everything else that we've been getting and the news and stuff like this just kind of flew under my radar honestly yeah honestly we because we're so late on the flash trailer <laughs> like i just had to come up with stuff that was newer uh including the aquaman thing which i did want to talk about i'm an aqua fan by the way i'm not i'm not somebody who's like craps on aquaman yeah. so that wasn't just to bring up negativity no yeah um I think the uh, the Joker face paint, I'm actually going to say, I, I like it better if we're going to start muting the colors a little bit. Mm. I just wish we'd move away from that, uh, like that clown, those clown markings on his face. Mm. I feel like Joaquin has the perfect profile to have like a really good Joker face, but 
We mm. just don't hit the mark. Yeah, I don't know. I look the first one, like back to kind of what I was saying. It's like I, I'm not nearly interested in this enough. But it, we, it was the most recent news. It's worth talking about. Obviously, the first one was a billion dollar movie. I just, for me, I was not a fan of it. I thought it was. It, for me, it has the same problem that it has the uh, Pennyworth problem, which is why are you putting a DC label on this? It's so far from everything that we know of, from what I know of as the Joker, from what Pennyworth is, from who Alfred is, that at that point you're like making up your own mythology based on mythology that doesn't exist. So it's like three things removed, but it has a DC label. And would that movie have made a billion dollars if it wasn't called Joker? Like, I don't think it would have. And you're just kind of taking the name Joker and making a mental health allegory, uh, tragedy. And I don't, I just don't understand it. Now this one's, I'm kind of more intrigued by this cause it's a musical. I think he's just going all in at this point. Um, Todd Phillips, I don't like musicals, but I guess if you're going to, if the guy's going to be delusional or we've nailed down that he actually is, uh, cool, but I don't know. I just... Well, my final thought, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, I was just going to give my final thought, which is now you're doing the same thing with another character of Harley Quinn. And from what I hear, I won't listen to the spoilers, but apparently there are rumors that they are drastically changing her origin, which is like, why the fuck would you even bother? He's at Arkham. You've ended it in the perfect spot to set up Harley Quinn. And um, what I'm guessing is that they're just going to do another weird, barely related to Harley Quinn musical version of this girl who ends up with him at the end. And because they're boyfriend and girlfriend, it's Harley Quinn. And it's like, no, that's not Harley Quinn. Yep. And uh, I just wanted to say that I don't even really like Joker and Harley Quinn's relationship much outside of the context of, you know, like, like, how early like early mad love stuff um yeah. and i just feel like i mean obviously like if the whole point of this movie is going to be the fact that this is a dysfunctional relationship like because that's the point then that's fine but even still like i've just never cared when we put too much emphasis on like their relationship dynamic Unless it's from Quinn's POV of she's trying to grope beyond it, but this is a Joker movie, so I I don't know. I, this right. is kind of reeks of not being something I care about, but you know, yeah. No, it's a good point. I mean, the story of Mad Love from a delusional, what do they call the unreliable narrator of his point of view? Unless they flip it, uh, that I would intrigue me. If they flipped it and it's her point of view this time. Right. And you do like a psycho version of mad love with the format of the last one. All right. I'll, uh, that intrigues me. That'd be cool. Yeah. Just thought of that. All right. Uh, something tells me I just wrote a better movie in my head that we're going to see, but that's okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> finally, Batman beyond the white Knight. Uh, we probably only have a couple minutes here, but, um, Batman beyond the white Knight issue eight, it uh, dropped February 14th. It actually dropped on Valentine's day, 2023. Um, have you read it, Eli? I have not read it yet. I have not read it either. What do you think of this cover? We are looking at a cover, uh, for audio. It is Superman flying before old Bruce Wayne. What do you think? <laughs> uh, I love it. I think that it just ends. I, I think that having Superman 
especially cutting through a very angry, jaded-looking Batman, um, flying upwards. It just, I don't know, it just kind of shows that Superman optimism. And uh, I think Sean Gordon Murphy is kind of a master when it comes to uh, putting very, uh, I don't know, archetypical themes very personified right on the page. I mm. think he's just really good at conveying things in a very powerful way, very poignant way. He's also really good at layout. So this is a cover I like. It's actually not my favorite. Of, it's not my favorite White Knight cover, but it's a good one. Uh, in less than a minute, I hate it. I, yeah, I think this is a reveal we should have gotten in the comic. The power of Dark Knight Returns is the Superman reveal. You know ahead of time you're getting him, but this especially in a universe this gritty, but we'll talk about it because we're done. Uh, I will see you later, Eli. <laughs> okay. Nice talking. <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Disagreed, Eli. Disagreed. <laughs>